بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم ما بعد ونبي هريرة رضي الله تعالى عنه عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال بين أيوب عليه السلام يغتسل عريانا فخر عليه جراد من ذهب فجعل أيوب يحثي في ثوبه فناداه ربه عز وجل يا أيوب ألم أكن أغنيتك عما ترى قال فلا وعزتك ولكن لا غنابي عن بركتك Continuing with the chapter التنافس في أمور الآخرة to compete with one another, outdo one another in the affairs of Akhirat, والاستكثار مما يتبرك به, and to increase or try to acquire as much of those things by which we can get barakah and blessings. Imam Nawi rahimahullah, under that chapter, mentions this hadith, wherein Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the narrator is Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala anhu, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam narrates an incident which occurred in the past with one of the Anbiya alayhi wa salatu wa salam. We find in the Qur'an Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says لَقَدَ كَانَ فِي قَصَصِهِمْ عِبْرَةٌ لِأُولِي الْأَلْبَابِ In the discussion or in the study or in the information or in the acquiring or in the, in, in the acquiring lessons في قصص in the incidents of Anbiya alayhim wa salam of the past عبرتٌ لِيُولِي الْأَلْبَابِ There is great عبرت There is great benefit There is great lesson that we can acquire Allah Ta'ala says لِيُولِي الْأَلْبَابِ For the people of intelligence So we find that interspersed throughout the Qur'an are various incidents pertaining to Anbiya alayhim wa salam prior to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and we find that also in the ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, many, many ahadith where Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would mention some salient aspect or some incident that occurred with some Nabi alayhi wa sallam of the past. So that we can learn from this and we can derive benefit from it. So this hadith is very brief. It refers to one incident pertaining to Ayyub alayhi wa sallam. Ayyub alayhi salam, as we know, was that Nabi whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tested. On the one hand, in the initial part of his life, he lived a life of ease and comfort. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tested him. Ibtila'at wa ayyuba idnada rabbahu anni masani yaddur wa anta arhamur rahimeen. He says, Ya Allah, hardship, difficulty, some form of sickness afflicted Ayyub alayhi salam. And he was darbul mathal, he was a superlative example of the great sabr and abstinence and patience which he exhibited at the time of that difficulty. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala removed that difficulty and hardship and his wealth and etc. was restored to him. So Abu Hurairah radiallahu narrates, Rasulullah said that on one occasion Ayyub alayhi salam was bathing Uriyanan, was bathing naked. When it comes to bathing or bathing naked, we find that it is the consensus of ulama kiram that it is permissible to do so as long as one is in a secluded environment. One has complete privacy 
then whilst bathing to remove all your clothes is permissible. However, Ulama mentioned that even when one is in a secluded environment, if one is completely alone, still to wear a lungi or some form of cloth while bathing or bathing will be mustahab and preferable. But there is complete permissibility if one is completely naked when one is bathing provided it is a completely secluded environment. Obviously, being a practice of the Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam, Ayub alayhi salam did this, so obviously there is no question of the permissibility of it. So Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam said once Ayub alayhi salam was bathing naked and all of a sudden locusts made out of gold began falling upon Ayub alayhi salam. With regards to Jaradum min Dahab, that is locusts made out of gold, there's two possibilities. One possibility is that this was some special creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which was actually alive, in other words, living locusts, but instead of being made out of flesh like the locusts we are used to, they were made out of gold. That's one possibility. The more preferable explanation is that objects in the shape of locusts, they were in the shape of locusts, but they were not living, not animate, inanimate objects, but made out of gold. So obviously, something that is in the shape of pure gold, will be extremely valuable. We can't put a price tag to it. So what was the reaction of Ayyub alayhi salam? In other words, this Nabi of Allah is bathing and all of a sudden from the heavens, objects in the shape of locusts but pure gold starts falling upon him. فَجَعَلَ Ayyub alayhi salam Ayyub alayhi salam started gathering these objects of gold, these gold gold locusts in his clothing. So the caller, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's caller called out to him that, O oh, Ayyub, now here in the hadith we find the words, Nadahu Rabbuhu, Allah called out to him. It is extremely possible that like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spoke directly to Musa alayhi salam, Allah ta'ala spoke to Rasulullah Pak sallallahu alayhi salam directly, on certain occasions. So in the same way, Allah Ta'ala could have spoken directly to Ayyub alayhi salam. Or the other possibility is that Allah's caller, in other words an angel, on behalf of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, called out to Ayyub alayhi salam, that, Ya Ayyub, that, O Ayyub, Alam akun aghneituk amma tara. Have we not given you sufficient that would cause you to be independent of what you are doing? In other words, what is the need for you to gather these gold locusts when we have given you so much already? What is the need for you to gather it? So Ayyub alayhi salam responded, I take an oath, Bala wa izzatik, Ya Allah, by your qasam, definitely you have given me so much, I don't have any need to be gathering this. But, Walakin la ghina bi an barakatik. I can never ever be independent of your barakah and your blessings. So from this, if you look at the surface meaning of this hadith, Ayyub alayhi salam explained that he did not gather these gold locusts out of greed for wealth, but he wanted to benefit from Allah's barakah, from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's blessing. This Whatever it is, whether it is gold, whether it is silver, anything of value that is being given in this fashion or form is 
Allah's barakah, Allah's blessing, special favor from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in acknowledging that favor is shukra. In acknowledging we are showing shukr and gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And ta'zeeman li ni'matillah. He is showing his awe at this great favor of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So what better way to show that than to gather these objects? So Ayyub alayhi salam explains that, Ya Allah, personally, so much of wealth you have given me, I don't have need for this from a worldly sense. But, la ghina bi an barakatik. And this is why Imam Nawi rahimullah has introduced this chapter, introduced this hadith in this chapter, al-istikthar mimma yutabarraku bihi. To acquire as much as possible of those things in which there is barakah and blessings, from which barakah and blessings can be acquired. To, on this, ulama Ikram mentioned, there is no problem in acquiring wealth, as long as it is done in a halal manner, and it is used correctly. Not, not only do you benefit, but you benefit others thereby. And from this we also learn that the wealthy whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed, should be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And one very great benefit of wealth is that if the wealth is earned in a halal way, if Allah ta'ala has blessed a person with plentiful wealth, this gives a person what we call istighna'iyat. In other words, it makes him independent of others. And this is a great ni'mat where you don't have to stretch your hand out to anybody, you don't have to ask from the next person you are reliant on your own resources. And for this, we should be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with this. Those who are wealthy should be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah ta'ala has made them independent. Exploring further this point, where Ayyub alayhi salam says, La ghina bi an barakatik. That Ya Allah, I will never ever be independent of your barakah and your blessing. We find that on one occasion, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is mentioned in the hadith that when it started raining, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam removed some section of his clothing to cause the rainwater to directly touch the flesh of the body of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And in the hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, innahu hadithu ahdim birabbihi. He said that this is a fresh bounty from my Rabb. In other words, Allah Ta'ala has just created this rain and this rain is now coming down. So by me exposing my skin to it, I am exhibiting my shukr and gratitude to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala and the love that I have for Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala causes me to try to derive as much benefit of this rainwater. Why? Because it is newly created by Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Locusts made out of gold or gold locusts descending from the heaven. In other words, this also is a new creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And being a new creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it creates a level of closeness with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by gathering it. Further to this, obviously this is khariqun lil'ada. It's not a normal thing that locusts of gold will start falling from the heavens. This was a mu'ajiza and a miracle of Ayyub alayhi salam. And it was ayatullah. In other words, it was a sign from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
And there is a saying of the Sahaba, the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, that kunna na'uddul ayat baraka. We would consider any sign from Allah subhanahu wa taala to be baraka and blessings. So Ayub alayhi salam, in the same way, expresses his gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa taala for the sign, this blessing from Allah subhanahu wa taala, a newly created object and something that is not normal, a mu'jiza, a miracle from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So what, how can I turn away from this and not gather this? Because this will be na shukri, in gratitude to the special favor which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed me with. Like your